Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday after Easter, 14th of April. And generally speaking, the vibe is good on COVID-19. There's all sorts of news over the weekend that has improved sentiment. The curves are all still flattening. Uh, if you look at the, we've started looking at the Financial Times COVID-19 uh, curves, which are free on on their website. Uh, all the curves are still flattening. Uh, there's also nine states in the U.S. East and West Coast that say they've begun planning for the lifting of stay-at-home orders and the reopening of their economies. Uh, they're beginning to clash a little bit with Trump, who seems to think it's in his control. And he's tweeted, a decision by me in conjunction with the governors and input from others will be made shortly. The talk is that they are the U.S. is going to target May the 1st as a potential date for easing restrictions. Meanwhile, the New York governor says the worst has passed. Spanish and Italian numbers have improved. My brother, who I don't want to bore you with my brother, but he is a doctor and he does work uh, in London. And he has been doing shifts in the Nightingale NHS 4000 bed ICU facility, which was put up by the army in the London XL Exhibition Centre. So this is a, a centre for the overflow from London hospitals, 4,000 ICU beds. He tells me over the weekend on our uh, Zoom meeting with the family that there are only 20 people in that facility and it all looks like a bit of a white elephant. So it does seem we're getting over the worst. Uh, in other news, Volkswagen's announced that 2,000 dealerships in China have reopened as have 32 out of their 33 factories. And the Aussie dollar, which has been a barometer of economic sentiment and sentiment towards uh, COVID-19 uh, improvement, is up from 55.1 to 63.8. And it was only 65 cents before this whole thing kicked off. So it's almost fully recovered now. Uh, the copper price is another barometer of growth. That's hit a four-week high. Uh, so generally speaking, good vibe on virus news. This week, we've got the uh, bank sector in the US reporting results. Uh, we've got Wells Fargo, Citigroup, Goldman Sachs, Bank of America, Bank of, Bank of New York, Mellon tonight, and Morgan Stanley on Thursday. Uh, we've got JP Morgan was out late last night. Uh, there is just the chance the US results season turns into a disaster that they cut their dividends and take huge provisions. Uh, and it, it's a horror story. But then again, it might not. They have seen so much stimulus. Uh, I've I read the Payne report, which is Jonathan Payne's uh, regular email. He's an uh, economist who speaks his mind. And he is in disbelief at the US stimulus, the latest $2.3 trillion package, which basically says the um, American powerhouse of the central bank, the White House and Congress are just going to throw money at this problem. And uh, it's, it's, if any market falls over, he's looking at the yields on corporate bonds. They're back to normal. Uh, there is almost as if there is no issue at all. And uh, uh, this is support for all the investment banks as well. Anyway, we'll see what the US results are like this week. Otherwise, we are running into our own bank sector results season. We've got ANZ on April 30th, Westpac May the 4th, NAB May the 7th, Macquarie May the 8th. And we've got a, a quarterly trading statement, uh, not a dividend, 
quarterly trading statement from the CBA on May the 13th. It's interesting that after APRA's instruction last week that uh, banks should materially reduce their dividends, a lot of the brokers have done their or refreshed their research. And I can report to you this morning, as you'll see in the newsletter today, that most of the brokers uh, are considering the banks to be undervalued by around 20%. The average broker target price for ANZ is 19.3% above the current share price, 20% for Westpac, 21.7% for NAB, and 24.4% uh, for Macquarie. CBA, uh, the target average target price is below the current share price by 0.3%, which is fairly normal. Uh, CBA always looks expensive. Anyway, running into the results for the banks, uh, it, it looks like well, they're going to pass on all their dividends. That is to say, they won't pay their dividends this time around. Uh, and uh, we're going to see hugely uh, or much larger debt provisions taken by the banks, which is a store of earnings for future results. Uh, anything better than that and the bank sector will probably continue to improve. It was down 7.6% last week. Uh, but uh, uh, today we've got Westpac has announced a $1.43 billion hit uh, and they're just trying to get all the news out ahead of their results. Uh, consequently, the price is down a couple of percent today and the bank sector is holding our market back today. Uh, other issues is the uh, OPEC plus deal on production cuts, 9.7 million barrels per day. If you include G20 and hopefully Canada and maybe the US, you, you can get to about 19.5 million barrels per day, four times the size of any production cut ever announced. And uh, the oil price actually went down one and a half percent. It seems we've um, better to travel than arrive. The oil price is significantly uh, off the bottom already, having fallen 77% in 12 weeks, it's 48% up from the lows already. So uh, this didn't really do much for the sector. We're still happy to be a bit long uh, some of the oil price uh, sensitive stocks on the hopes that this is a, a long-term buying opportunity. Otherwise, our strategy summary today is there's no technical reason to be fearing a significant market reversal. Look at all the charts. Everything's still improving. Volatility still coming off. So we stay all in. We're neutral on the banks into the results season. We think the uh, real estate investment trusts are, are possibly an opportunity uh, because they've been oversold on debt worries. Um, uh, other stocks oversold on debt worries is probably infrastructure. We, we're holding uh, Transurban and... Uh, ALX at the moment and uh, Sydney airports at some point. We even hold a little bit of Qantas, which is down 52% from the top, but it's probably a little bit risky. You've probably seen Virgin is in a trading halt pending a, a deal with the government to bail it out today. So not really going too aggressive on the uh, stocks that are uh, uh, directly impacted by COVID-19. Uh, if you go to the newsletter today, you'll see a uh, the article I've had uh, sitting on Livewire uh, that was in the newsletter last Thursday on which stocks we think are the best opportunities. At this point, we're running on the assumption that COVID-19 sentiment is bottoming and that this is a glorious time to be looking to buy stocks. We're prepared to change that opinion at any time, of course. Uh, but the recovery trade still seems to be in place, so we're staying fully invested.